Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Breakfast Club. I watched the second half of The Breakfast Club. And this is Is The the Other other half. Half. Don't you (laughs) forget about John Hughes. (laughs) John, 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 John Hughes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Other Half. We watched a John Hughes movie, what, a Not that long ago? ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. It was 16 Candles. Yep. We were not fans. No. Um, and I think we told some friends of ours about that, and they were like, oh, well, that's because you watched the worst John Hughes movie. The worst ever? I bet he's made much worse movies. Well, I guess he has, because he also made uh, Baby's Day Out. Yeah, exactly. that. Uh, but I, more socially, I mean. Yes. Um, like ones that are popular and people actually care that's about. That's what I mean. Uh, and so then they're like, well, you should watch The Breakfast Club. We had never seen that. Yeah. Um, and so then we're like, yeah, why not? Let's watch The Breakfast Club. You know, let's see how that is. Well, see how that aged. A lot of same characters. Or same actors. Actors. Well, two. Two. Molly Ringwald. Uh-huh. And that other guy. That other guy. <laughs> I call him Babyface. Babyface McGee. He looks like a fucking motherfucker nowadays. <laughs> That guy looks like an insane. <laughs> like he could beat the shit out of you. Yeah, dude. Honestly, look him up. He's Continue. the uh, he's the uh, uh, newscaster in the Dark Knight. He was the bully in. He, like. um, he was the bully in um, uh, 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 Edward Scissorhands. He's a fucking musclehead man. Really? Yes. He's nuts. But anyway, he's looking up a picture of him because he doesn't believe me. Anthony Michael Hall. That's right, Anthony Michael Hall. It doesn't oh. look anything like he did in this. So he's like a nerd in this. But he's, turned he's, into just, a, he's just aged a lot. I mean, well, he's got like a strong ass chin or whatever now or something. Something's he, he about it. Does it look like he put his face in the, like he left his face in the oven too long. and kind of like baked. It's he's just kind of got like the edges around him kind of puffed up a little if bit, you but he's still me, tough. I feel like sometimes if you were to see like an adult version of a kid actor, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. But you look yeah, like at Molly that Ringwald kid, looks pretty similar. Pretty similar. But you look at that kid and him and his adult. Yeah, it's like, he's no, he's kind of unrecognizable. Like, cause I know where he's from. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's weird. It is a little weird. Uh, but in this movie, he plays a little nerd. He's going to get fucking bullied by, yeah. by Bender, by Bender. Um, so yeah, this was a movie. It's it's pretty in the like people know this movie. Yeah, we've seen references to it. I knew how it ended actually. Oh really? Yeah, by accident. Whoops! You yeah. should have watched the last half of this. I know. I was gonna tell you, but then I didn't want to fuck up the order or whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's it fine. It just made sense. Um, but yeah, I know that you know he goes on the football field. He puts his hand hand in the air. Oh, that's he it. Pauses. No, I know. Well, I know what uh, the nerd's in for. Ah, I know he brought a, a gun to school, but it's, oh, it was man. actually a, a flare gun. Spoilers. Yeah, that's all I know, though. Oh, okay. I don't know why any of the other people are in there, to be honest. Well, then I'll tell you later. All right. Once we get good. to that point. But yeah, so there's characters in this movie. There's only like, what, five, six, five, five, and then, five and then the teacher, or five whatever. plus the principal or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the movie actually opens with a David Bowie quote. Oh, it says Love that guy and these children that you spit on as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. And okay. yeah, I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's an interesting thing to do that at the beginning of a movie is mm-hmm. like do this whole like, you know, paragraph and basically the thesis statement of what the movie's yeah. about. And it's actually very interesting because a quote pops up and then it like explodes. Like it's mm-hmm. almost like it got shot or something. Oh. And then you see the school and I'm like, whoa. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, what are you going to say? That's, 
Do you like it when they movies put like quotes at the beginning that kind of like do a thesis above everything? I don't mind it. I guess I just don't expect it in a movie like this. Yeah. You know, I expect it in like some kind of like uh, like a like a more artsy movie. Yeah, like a classic like drama. Or people something say this like is that. a classic drama. Man, I suppose some you're right. People do. You know what? I didn't mind it. Yeah, it's fine. Socially, it had some issues, but yeah, but it's definitely dated from the perspective of just like a movie how the movie is put together and made i was very impressed with this yeah like this clearly was not his first movie no clearly not. there's a lot that like, was baby's day out. that was baby no it was not. i know baby's unfortunately like not the end of his career yeah uh so you're just on fuck it i'm just scratching just senioritis he, i don't think he directed that movie did he just wrote it I think whatever it doesn't matter it, but he yeah. touched it you, he's yeah, therefore, he he's, therefore he's part he's, of he's, sin <laughs> but uh yeah, this movie, there's something about it that, like, really just visually, I mean, it's it's very, like, gripping. and uh, I mean, it, it's basically a long bottle movie, right? Right, it is. It's almost like a stage play. Yeah. It all sort of takes place in one location. There's very few actors in it. I'm sure, I'm sure this has been performed on stage, like, in, like, high schools everywhere. Oh, probably. Know? Like, I'm sure high school kids watch this movie. High school like, kids aren't allowed. They say the F word in this movie, and they uh, smoke yeah, the marijuanas. Oh, yeah, they do smoke weed, huh? Uh-huh. That's right. So, I mean, uh, they can't put that Bender in. pulled that out of his locker earlier yeah. and got away with it. Yeah. Um, I just like that every time I think I hear the word Bender, all I can imagine is a future robot. I'm sure like, this is where they got the voice or the name from. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, um, just someone who's being kind of a dick the mm, whole time. He was the worst character in the movie. Yeah. I he, hated him. It was one thing that I found this movie interesting for what it did to me is I kept trying to be like, okay, who do I relate to the most of all these kids? The brain. Yeah. And after, <laughs> well, that was the thing is after I started bouncing around, I'm like, okay, I, I like the goth lady, maybe. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I liked her too. I liked her. Well, I liked her. I was like, who can I relate to, though? Like, I can who do I find to her, myself? Kind of. She's like I can find her a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of went more towards the, the brain after a while. Definitely couldn't relate to the jock. Mm. Couldn't relate to the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bender. Bender. And the rich girl, maybe a little bit. Like, I can empathize with her more than I can relate to her. Right, right, right. Um, which yeah. is interesting. I can empathize with pretty much anybody. Yeah. Except for Bender. Yeah. Bender and it's sucks. not even like. I understand where he's coming from. I know that he's got a like a shitty home life. Mm-hmm. His dad sucks. You know, I think it's like a broken home or something. That's sort of like reference that he's got like a cigar burn on his arm, mm. you know. But it's like, and he's got a chip on his shoulder reasonably. It's more just like, I knew kids like this and they didn't act this way. Like he's almost, the actor playing Bender is almost doing too big of a thing. Yeah, it's a little bit too overblown to be yeah. realistic. Like. People would put, like, especially in the situation where you're stuck in a room with, like, five people. Yeah. Most kids I know would, like, put away the shtick after yeah. a while of being a complete asshole. Yeah. Like, if they had that, if they had that kind of, like, I'm a dick bully guy, it's like, right. you kind of stop after a, a while, especially if you're stuck in, why are you stuck in this room for however long? Eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, Jeez. they're in there for eight hours. And I guess that's the thing. It's like, you're right, they would drop the shtick after a while. But even if they didn't, this isn't how kids push buttons like this kid is putting way too much effort in trying to do this in yeah. my in my in my experience because i watched this movie and i can i knew all these kids in high school you know mm-hmm. like I, I i was good friends with the goth girl i was good friends with like the nerd kid i was probably the nerd kid at some point like <laughs> i knew all these kids my brother was basically the jock g- uh-huh. kid you know like i knew all these people and i knew people that was that were people kind of like bender who like had a like a shitty time growing up and where it was acting out to get attention mm-hmm. or whatever because they were uh, nihilists but they didn't put this much effort into being dicks they just sort of were just like lazy and didn't care you know yeah that was sort of the thing is like this guy is and, actively an asshole and he's just tr- he's like putting on a performance for these people and 
it just it got, again just in my opinion i like watch this and i'm like this is exhausting just like mm-hmm. watching this guy do this and then on top of everything he's a fucking creep to molly ringwald the whole movie oh yeah like he's always like doing weird sex stuff to her and stuff yeah and, then, and i don't like it yeah and then that brings me to the ending is not something that kind of there's not a, there's not a big plot by the way let's no, just it's not a big open plot, but talk but let's just talk about well, this i want to know kind of like how okay so how did i want to know how they get into the tension and why like what you know about that all right I, i'm not sure how much you know i don't know barely anything okay. i uh so right they go into detention they're all sort of introduced as the brain uh oh right so the movie actually opens with them arriving at school on a saturday and um they 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 introduce all the characters with their parents in the car so we're first introduced sorry yes is detention on saturday a normal thing yeah really well, like bad detention, yeah. That's usually a thing, right? Mm, you gotta right. come in on a Saturday. As homeschooled kid. Oh, yeah. I don't know that's what that's right. like. Yeah. Very I mean, interesting. There's... So if you you're that bad, your parents had to fucking drive you to drive you back to school. Mm. I've gotten that in that situation before. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought they'd just keep you really late, but I guess they can't keep it too late because at some point you have to go to bed. Yeah. That's sort of the interesting thing, right? Because I'm watching this movie and I'm like, you know, they're giving up their Saturday to yeah. be here. But so is the principal. Exactly. Like, what an awful shit job that is. Yeah. I gotta like, work an extra... Maybe it gets overtime. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what principal's pay is like. That's crazy, though. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't even realize there was a concept coming on Saturday. Yeah, man. Because wow. you, you, you have to make it a... Uh, they, you know, you have to make it a, a, a problem for these kids, you know? and are taking away a day or Taking whatever. away their weekend is yeah, pretty... That makes sense. Pretty, pretty good pretty way big. of doing it. Yeah. So, right. So, we're introduced to the princess, which is Molly Ringwald first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're introduced to her father, who seems very hands-off and, like, hardly talks to her. Okay. And almost sort of is like, it's not a big deal. You know, you're not defective, blah, 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 blah. So, we're introduced to that character. We're then introduced to, I believe, uh, the brain. His parents, his mother is in the car with his, his sister, his younger sister. And his mother's very overbearing, obsessed with him being a good student first. Okay. Um. Mm. All right. Right. Then we're introduced to the athlete. His father's very worried about his ability to get a scholarship immediately out of college. That's why he's going to detention in the first place, according to him. And he sort of gives him this whole like, you know, do you want to be a failure? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Um, And then we're introduced to the basket case and um, the uh, criminal uh, who is uh, this? This is what they've been titled at the beginning of the movie. Uh, oh, really? So is it like a name tag that pops up, and it's just like they basically say, "Well, they have this like big speech, which is I think the thing they they write at the end because they're supposed to be writing an essay." Oh yeah. So um, I think it's it's one of the characters reading the bit where he's like, you know. You've split us up into. We've been brainwashed and split up into different parts: the brain, the athlete, the basket case, the princess, and the criminal. Blah blah blah. So that's all. And I didn't know who these characters were, so I just wrote these descriptions down. Right. Um, it was better than I got, which was babyface, modern wall, <laughs> jock man, and um, long-haired douchebag. <laughs> right there, there, you go. So we I got called him Bender because it's easy name. Bender is yeah. yeah. People say his name up the wazoo. So right, we have Bender walking to school. His parents don't even bother dropping him. Off. He's walking to school, not a care in the world, chip on his shoulder. And then we've got Goth Girl, who's dropped off. She's in the back seat of the car. Everyone else has been in the front seat of the car with their parents. She's in the back seat. And then the car just like we don't even see the parent at all. We just see her get out of the car and then her like look through the driver's side or the, the passenger side window, and then the car just like speeds off. So we don't know anything about her parents hmm. or family life at all. So they stay in the library for detention. Their principal's like, you're not allowed to speak. You're not allowed to do anything. All you're supposed to do is write this thousand-word essay um, and stay here for detention. And so because there's not a lot of plot, I paid more attention to the way the movie was put together. Okay. I put a little 
sections and plotted those out where yeah. it's like here's a little event they had and what we learned from the characters i can basically fill you in if you have any questions okay but uh what i picked up on was more how the movie was shot and like a lot of the way that the things were introduced so like first off one thing i thought was really interesting was there's this like sculpture in the middle of the library mm-hmm. that sort of looks like this weird like misshapen human figure yeah that's a very weird thing to put in the middle of your library and i think it's i think there's two options one it was in the library already and they just had to shoot around it or two they brought it in. I think it's sort of representing the complicated nature of who these characters are. Sort of this idea of like there's more to than them meets the eye. This sort of idea that they're constantly changing and turning into something different. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's a meaning behind it or it's just something that was in the uh, this yeah. set. Um, and then the other thing I thought was very interesting. It's something I picked up on. I remember from when we watched um, 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. Is I'm really impre- interested in the way that John Hughes shoots a movie and like introduces characters and scenes. Like when he introduces the school, he has like an establishing shot of the school, but then he has just like quick shots of like the halls and like rooms. He's got like the cafeteria and it's all like empty and like not very well lit. But it's also not shot in a way that's like positive or negative. Like it doesn't feel like it's nostalgic, but also doesn't feel like it's like, oh, this place is shitty. It's sort of just this like here's establishing a place. Yeah. And it's just here it is, neutral. Right. Backdrop. Nothing nothing crazy. Nothing in here. crazy. And it's, it's just a school. Yeah. And it's 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 objective. And I really thought that was interesting because it's just like and it's not even it's not just it's also just like, look at this really gorgeous looking like auditorium. Oh look, there's trash on the ground. Oh, look at this chalkboard. And it's just like to me, at least, it sort of conjured up memories of like being in high school, but without it becoming a nostalgia thing, which mm-hmm. I thought was very interesting. Well, it's like here's a set. It, it makes it feel like, oh, I'm on this set. I right. know what high school looks like. Here's, I kind of here's, here's things that are universal in all high schools. Right. Yeah. It, it was, and also things you don't usually see in high school sets either. Like usually mm. when you see a high school on like television or movies, it's very clean or it's very dirty. Yeah. And this just felt like a normal high school. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I found interesting was there's one scene when they're walking down the hall. And they, he doesn't, he chooses not to shoot the actors talking. He shoots their feet and like their legs. So you just see like their skirts or their pants or their shoes. And you just hear the dialogue out of the frame. And I thought that was so interesting because it's like these characters are so well defined. You can tell who they are just by what they're saying and what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. And it's this interesting thing of how he focuses just on the characters without focusing on what they look like. You know what I mean? Like, it's so interesting that he chooses to do this in this part. And it's honestly like a highlight of the movie to me. Cause I don't usually see that in like dialogue scenes. I yeah. Was very well, you're saying that like the dialogue is so well written or like written to that char- specific character. Yeah. That's like, I know who's talking just purely on how they're, how talking. they're speaking. Exactly. Hmm. And I almost wonder if that's just because they pick like five completely distinct characters. Probably. That are like, and I think it's also though, cause it is that, but I think it's also, it makes you focus on what they're wearing. Like you notice that like, the goth girls wearing like mish like mix match socks where mm-hmm. you notice that like the, the 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 jock is wearing like really tight pants and like athletic shoes and you know it's you're focusing more on like the the more so like if if this was like a shot of just people in a hallway you'd be looking at their faces but since you don't have a face to look at you're really taking in what they've worn and their choice of 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 the the, the costumes that they're wearing inform more so who these characters are than any part of dialogue might do. Hmm. And I think that was really interesting. I thought, I honestly thought like this is a, this is an artistic choice and I, I respect it. But would you say that maybe this, these shots are meant to establish who you think these characters Possibly are too. based on 
what you'd assume these start how they talk and stuff like that i maybe it's talking but it's not even like they're saying things it's more like they're saying it's it's less that they're saying things that you think a jock would say and more saying things you think this character would say hmm. like well, maybe not though because he's like he does say like i'm gonna beat you up if blah 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 yeah so maybe it is like i almost wonder because i think that's what the movie's point is is trying to break down these mm. stereotypes as in what you could get in a high school you know right. you got your five almost like a, a star version of everyone you know right, like every right. person has its own little archetype and everyone's on like a different scale of each of these like, click click exactly yeah, yeah um some maybe they overlap a little bit but i think what this movie's trying to do is be like hey look no matter how different you may look on the outside and how you even communicate with each other mm. everyone kind of has the same sort of stuff going on you right. know everyone has like even if it's not the same right it's similar and mm. you can like empathize with the people even if you stick them in you know a, in a room, room for together. eight hours or yeah whatever. they're gonna fan- find something that they can relate exactly to each other some with. sort of yeah. common ground even if they've never spoken to each other at all which right. it, it makes it implied that they don't know each other not really very that, well that no. like some people don't even recognize the other yeah. people even though they all go to the same high school it's a big school yeah it is um but yeah i just i, I just wanted to point that bit out and it's not even like a minute but i fucking loved that shot i thought mm-hmm. it was so goddamn clever and it's also a lot of like body acting like there's like a I slight say, everyone in this movie acts really is really good pretty much everybody except bender <laughs> but yeah you're right yeah. i thought everyone did a really good job except bender like i even like anthony michael hall he didn't even feel like an actor he just felt like a person yeah you know that's his name right yes i believe i always mix yes. him up with michael c hall no it's anthony michael hall. <laughs> okay good i think i actually did that in uh uh in uh, 16 candles yes you as did well. but yeah i anthony michael hall like he even like flubs his lines a couple times but I think it was either done on purpose or left in the movie because it made him look more like... More nat- Like he would actually like, like stumble over his yeah, words. Yeah, because he's not confident. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, I, even like, um, yeah, like Molly Ringwald did a really good job just with like ma- minor things, like the way she like sighs or the way she like sneers at people. Mm-hmm. Everyone did a really good job. Yeah. For their... Yeah. Especially for their age. They're all younger. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know how old they were when I'm they shot sure this. I'm not sure either. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like, I guess I'll try to go through my half if you're kind of done. Like, Pretty I'm, much. So it's just stuff that happens, right? Like it's just things and kind of It's like just people talking to each other. Any reveals of anything? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Bender to bed home life. He keeps bringing up Brian, the nerd. He's bringing up his family and thinking he has a dad. They Like that's brought up twice that Brian might have a dad, but his dad wasn't in the car. So I'm like, maybe Brian doesn't have a dad. Like that'd be an interesting like hmm. thing. That's, I don't know if that's fully explained in my half. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Molly Ringwald's parents are very close to becoming divorced. Okay. And that's pretty much it. How are they talking about all this? Like how, what's it like? Do they immediately start talking instantly? At or? first it's quiet. Right. But then a bender starts poking people's buttons and people start like establishing things about themselves more so to be like, because Bender will be like, oh, also, I want to bring this up a little bit. They, they throw that homosexual F slur around. Oh, yeah, probably. Quite a bit in my yeah. half. Like that's it's written on Bender's locker. Bender calls the jock that because the jock is a, um, a wrestler. So there's a lot of like oh, yeah, toxic yeah. masculinity going on there. Um, but it's uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, so like he'll he'll say that and then. The jock will establish like no, uh, blah 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 blah, and by doing that, it sort of revealed that like, oh, his father sort of pushes him into this, uh, and he's not gay, and he's not gay, <laughs> he's totally not gay, he's totally bro. not gay, bro. Uh, Give me a hug on the mat, bro. <laughs> what I'm else? Throw you down. Uh, we know that Molly Ringwald's got a close relationship with her, with her brother, her sibling, closer than her parents. Her parents don't really like her. Uh, Brian's in a bunch of geek clubs. Like it's not a lot of stuff. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think one bit that I found very funny, which again wasn't like a character thing but the nerd girl oh my god this was such a great part she's like drawing 
she's like drawing this uh like wintry town mm-hmm. like a drawing of it it's really like really well drawn actually it's like this sort of like bridge and this like house in the back and it just looks like winter and she's like looking at it it's all done drawn in pen and then she starts itching her head over it and her like dandruff starts snowing all Ugh. over it it was pretty good That's i like that bit that's pretty I good. knew people like that. And I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty good representation of just like weird people in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. So. Uh, so then we got, um, what I don't know. I guess I can go through like certain things that happen. So, oh, wait. I will set up the thing that you see, though. They're the running principle. through the holes. Right. They're running through the holes because they were getting the marijuana from uh, Bender's locker. And then they run into the principal. And so Bender has to create a diversion in order for the rest of the group to get back to the library without being getting, without getting caught. Ah. So that's why I think in your half, Bender's in like a uh, a basketball. Yeah, he's like playing basketball yeah, or something. He's why. like, I'm just trying to do my shoot. My yeah, shots. he's basically just like distracting the, the principal. <sighs> anyway, the principal comes back and he's like, false alarm, all this stuff. And then they, basically the principal like goes on a tirade against Bender and says like, look at this guy. He's a fuck up. Why do you, you guys don't, shouldn't be like him. Yeah. He's just a bum. Like, yeah. You want to know something sad? Like, look at him in five years. <laughs> and he's just going to not be anywhere. That's interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. So, earlier on, Bender has this thing where he just keeps fucking up. And then the principal's like, you're coming in next Saturday. And then he keeps, like, adding on to it. Like, Saturday after that, Saturday after that. Like, he he says, like, he basically, like, gives him... It's driving him nuts, man. Three months of straight detention Saturdays. And Bender doesn't care. And I'm like, this is kind of clever on Bender. Because he understands that, like, this doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, school doesn't matter. Getting in trouble in school is not a big deal. And he's probably seen... It's implied that he's seen worse shit in his own life. Yeah. So, like... Staying in study hall or whatever, staying detention is not a big deal. But then this is an interesting turn on or t- turn on it where it's like you don't really care about anything. So like in five years, this whole idea of like being above everybody and not worrying about getting in trouble is going to bite you in the ass. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's kind of an interesting sort of turn on that. Well, an interesting turn also is that the principal throws him into a different room mm. separately mm. and then starts yelling at how he ha- he makes thirty one k a year and I have and he has a home and. Uh, I'm not going to throw it away for you, Bender, but you know what? As soon as you graduate high school, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Whoa, shit. Yep. Holy and, fuck. And he's like, are you threatening me? And he's like, yeah, it's your word against mine. Oh, my God, dude. So who's, who are you going to believe? <laughs> oh, my God. People are going to believe me, not you. Yeah, everyone knows you're, you're a liar. Yeah, yeah, and you're a bum. And then he's like, punch me. Punch me. And, of course, Bender doesn't punch him. And then he leaves, and he goes in the room. And then Bender has this thing where he likes trying to escape. Mm. So he's trying to like crawl through the vents it's probably to get back to the library uh, with everybody uh no just to get out of the i, I think school. just to leave the school oh, okay. so he just tries to bail out um he falls down <laughs> um and while he falls down he hides in the alive or hides under molly ringwald's desk mm. and then oh, takes man. takes takes a little peek and molly ringwald just kind of like clamps his clamps her legs down on him and just like oh, like hits him because basically the, the, he's trying to hide Everyone covers for him mm-hmm. from the principal, and that happens. And then Molly Ringwald just says, you're an asshole. And then uh, he goes, oh, sue me. They're going to wind up together, aren't they? What? <laughs> no way. No way. Oh, man. That's crazy. <sighs> um, and then he gets, Bender gets his weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly Ringwald and Babyface do go, and they sm- they blaze it up, bro. Babyface is the nerd character? The nerd character, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll call him a nerd now. He looks such a babyface. He does. He has a real big babyface. Uh, it's weird that like Bender goes to smoke weed, and then Molly Ringwald's the first one to follow him, after, mm. just immediately after... 
He snuck a peek. It's almost like uh, John Hughes doesn't know how to write women characters. Yeah, it's almost like that's <laughs> that's accurate. Um, so then they do that, and then Jock comes out blazing it. And he's doing freaking out, doing. Everyone's like actually like acting high, and he comes out doing like cartwheels and running around everywhere. And that's I'm like, what I do when I get real. <laughs> I just want to immediately start doing cartwheels. <laughs> exactly. Right? Running around. Running I don't want to just get. Taking I don't want to just like sit down on the couch. No, not like everyone else is. It's yeah. almost like he had a completely separate set of weed. <laughs> oh, did he? No. Oh. Okay. I don't think that's ever established. I just imagine that in my head cannon. Yeah. <laughs> the principal's looking through files trying to get dirt on everyone. Mm. Um, and then the janitor's like, what the fuck? And that's oh, yeah. The janitor's like a cool guy. He's a cool guy. He, he's, he's like, he's kind of like the smart dude. Yeah. He doesn't want him going, the, the principal looking through the records of everything yeah. because it's like, this is confidential. And I'm also yeah. like, he's a principal though? Like, isn't he supposed to look at confidential stuff? Maybe he's not a principal. He's just like a teacher. Is he know. a principal? Maybe he's a teacher. I don't, I don't know. know. You said he was a principal. I assumed he was. Ah, I don't assume. Know. That's right. They make an asset of you and me. Yeah. 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 And you might get into some confidential files you're not supposed to. <laughs> so then Let me look this up. The goth lady steals wallet, be or uh, the nerd's wallet, and the nerd has a fake ID so he could vote. That's how nerdy he is. Whoa, how nerdy. I know. Um, could you be thrown in jail for that? Oh yeah, that's called voter fraud. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah, that's what the, the Republicans how care. Is, oh yeah, the white, the little white boys. The trying little to white vote. boys try to vote for they probably saw, another Republican yeah, exactly. candidate. Honestly, they, they like, saw the they saw the Breakfast Club. Like, oh shit, that's a thing. <laughs> um, then uh, we got the goth lady. She apparently has a bunch of stuff in her bag because we're going through their wallets and stuff. And right. she says she's going to run away because she finds her home life unsatisfying. Mm. Which is very interesting. Unsatisfying. Yeah, it's a very interesting word. And what does um, that mean? They try to interrogate it a little bit, and um, she kind of confesses to the goth, like, "Oh yeah, like you have some home problems, or no, you have some home problems, don't you?" And she's like, "Yeah, I guess." Like, begrudgingly says that, mm. and then she's like, "Your problem is, is you follow too many orders." He's like, "Oh shit, I Ooh. do. I do have a problem like that." <laughs> um, and this is the great line that I really like because. Probably not for what the movie intended, but the old the uh, principal slash teacher. Did you find out who it was vice principal? Vice principal. There you go. There you go. Love that show. Um, <laughs> so then he's basically like, these kids are getting worse and worse, and the principal's like, they're not getting worse and worse. You're just getting older. You're just getting older, more cynical. It's your it's your viewpoint that's changing, not the kids. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, well. I don't want these kids growing up. You imagine that? And they're going to take care of us. They're the ones who are going to be running the country. I can't have that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. He is raising boomers. He was right. <laughs> Boom. Got there em. you go. Boomers. Boomers. Got them. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, um, this is a, this is a very weird scene. We're all just kind of sitting around. They all have kind of like, start having a heart to heart. This is where I guess probably my favorite part of the movie is, is where they're just having like a very, realistic ish dialogue ish because i don't think it's perfect but of i of, hear that a lot of this was ad-libbed actually yeah that makes sense yeah um they probably just had plot points or whatever yeah they and just figured out ways to do it because yeah. it felt like a very real heart-to-heart when you have like a bunch of people just sitting around and you're kind of like really tired of talking about like small talk or like mm. whatever you want to so just, just start like, diving into real yeah shit. exactly yeah. um like how do you feel how do about- you feel the Disney merger with Fox. <laughs> God. So then uh, the goth chick is like, uh, hey, um, uh, what, what was I going to say? Uh, I'm a nymphomaniac. I've done everything in the book. Mm. And uh, I, the only person who knows is me and my shrink. And when I told him, we had sex. <laughs> and Molly hearing all this, disgusted by this. And it's like, what the fuck? And you know, so then uh, the goth lady also says, it's not rape since I paid him. Do you think she was raped? Uh, 
Well, we have to wait a little bit. Oh, okay. No, she reveals it's a lie in like a little bit later. Yeah, but do you she think she... this whole thing. Do, but do you think she was like... Actually? Yeah. Do you think she'd been sexually assaulted by somebody? I mean, potentially, maybe. I don't want to make accusations, but like I'm looking at... Her like, unexistent her. parents? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Who I don't knows? know. It I just, don't know. I got this like vibe where I'm like, I need to see your home life. I'm concerned about you. Well, yeah, they never even really mentioned it. Like the most is just her confessing to Jocks that she has problems at home. That's it. Oh, okay. That was about it. Mm. Um uh and then they're like, also, Molly Ringwald, have you had sex? And then the goth lady's like, uh, if you it's a trick question, you know? It's like if you mm. have, then you're a slut. Otherwise, if you have it, then you're a prude. Mm-hmm. So it's like either way you lose. It's true. I'm like, okay, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then everyone pressures her to say something. She's like, I haven't done anyone. Then the gotcha reveals she was as a, actually not an infomaniac and is a compulsive liar. Oh, there you go. And then so the jockman then like kind of has like a whole thing about like why he's in detention. Apparently, it was because he taped together some kids butt cheeks together and when they tape ripped the tape off it like actually pulled hair and like skin jesus christ and then he was beat up this kid because his dad basically he wanted his old man to think he's cool because all his dad does is say you gotta be number one you have to be a man you got to be all this stuff like basically mm-hmm. i'm pushing toxic masculinity and he's just like i'm not about this like i you know i don't i just felt bad the whole time you know yeah like I don't have to be number one. I just always feel that pressure. And then the nerd kid starts breaking out. It's just like, it's just like me and my grades. I hate, I hate doing this. I got a freaking F in shop <laughs> shop class. I thought it would keep my GPA up because it was easy. Yeah. Cause look at all those nerds that are, in, or dummies that are in it. And Bender's like, I take shop. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And he's like, you think <laughs> I'm stupid. And then they had like a whole kind of like argument about that. Yeah. Very heated. Um, <laughs> And then, um, I'm trying to remember if I don't want to miss this part. Okay. No, I haven't. Okay, good. And basically they get an argument about that. And then they start randomly talking about stuff they're good at. Mm. And then while everyone's talent is putting lipstick in between her cleavage and being able to put it on her face at the same time. Molly Ringwald? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. See, you didn't expect it. That's a crazy thing that she's like, I'm never going to tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and then Bender claps sarcastically, like an asshole, mm-hmm. even though she's like promised not to laugh. And he starts clapping and sarcastically. And of course he is an he's asshole. He's not laughing, though. Oh. He's just being a dick in another way. <laughs> and everyone's basically like, fuck off. And he's like, well, you're rich, so it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just poor over here. And just starts berating her for being rich. And, you know, I felt empathetic for her, Molly Wingwald. And thought Bender yeah. was an asshole, as usual. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And then they're all kind of afraid they're just going to grow up like their parents. Um. And after they start realizing their patterns are kind of similar to how their parents were. And uh, God, they says some cryptic shit. Like when you grow up, your heart dies. Mm. And Bender's like, who fucking cares, man? <laughs> and what other things happened? Oh, and then <laughs> this is, this is real. This is very real to me is the nerd is like, Hey, after this guys, do you, do you think we'll be friends on Monday? Nope. And my ring all just says, honestly, no. Yeah. We're not. That's be actually very real. Yeah, exactly. I remember that kind of shit in high school a lot, where it's yeah. like you'll get along with somebody, like, like on a school trip or something like yeah. that, for a long time, and, and then, then you see them later, never see them again. See them maybe go hey, yeah, that's maybe, it. and it's awkward, so that's, you never do it. And again. that's exactly what they said. Like she's like, you know, if you come to my friends, like we're just gonna come up, I'm gonna say hey, and then we're gonna go to someone else. And um, the jock's like, I would never do that. And she's like, Yes, you would. Think about it. Would you be hanging out with your jock friends and do that? Mm. And then they all started talking. This about, is basically the plot of Bratz. Of rats. 
Bratz. Oh, Bratz. I was like, what's this movie Rats I heard of? You know the movie Rats? Yeah. Where the little rat could make food? Yes. I love that. Rats. They all get cut. All get... My favorite Disney movie on Disney Plus, Rats. rats. <laughs> love it. Dang, the Beatles a rat. He makes but it's food. not animated. It's, it's not... Danny DeVito and a rat. <laughs> yes, it's the best. He just eats garbage and he calls it food. It's an hour brings, and a half. He brings people down to his basement and serves them as soup. It's the best. I love that. And movie. he has a little ginger kid that's just there. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. He's Doesn't, just, he's, in, he's the just movie. in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's called. Uh, but, to edit but the a, camera. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then sometimes Dan and Vito looks at him and say, You're such a rat. <laughs> You're such a rat. And then they, they, the, the, the ginger kid doesn't know what to do. He doesn't just smile. He wasn't giving any lines. He wasn't giving yeah. any lines. <laughs> Still to this day, despite being in the movie for one whole hour, yeah, he doesn't say anything. Doesn't have a sad card. <laughs> Because he didn't say anything. <laughs> but no, this is Bratz. They oh, all yes. got the little clicks. Yes, but they separated. But it, it was established beforehand in Bratz that they, they were, were friends, friends beforehand. beforehand. So they right. clearly have chemistry beforehand and were friends. Right. While these are just strangers that are just really They're close forced right now. to have chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. Just like actual actors. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I liked it because it was just like. Um, uh, she's. So the nerd and the goth lady are like, oh, actually, you know, we wouldn't do that. We know that for a fact. Like, you guys could come out, hang over. None of my friends would look at it. Well, also, goth lady says, I don't have any friends. Yeah. So, um, but he's, but then Molly Ringwald said something so great and says, um, your friends wouldn't care that I'm hanging out with you because your friends actually look up to us. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. And then she says, you don't understand the pressure. You don't understand the pressure of having to maintain this, like, being a rich person and being with the higher click and all this stuff. And then the nerd just starts crying and starts saying like, you don't understand pressure. I know the fucking pressure. You know why I'm in here? I'm in here because I had a gun. I had a gun in my uh, locker and someone found it. Hmm. And basically I was like, whoa, you're, so you're going to kill yourself. You can't do that, dude. And he's like, I got Why do they assume he's going to kill himself? Cause he says like, cause he basically, he pretty much implies it. Oh, okay. And says like, I got an F. I just couldn't handle that anymore. Hmm. I thought he was going to, he was going to shoot him to school. That's what I thought it That's was going to be thought, too. But... It's like you find a gun in a kid's locker. He brought it to school cause he's going to use it there. Was this before Columbine? This was, this was definitely before Columbine. That's what I thought. Definitely. Okay. Oh, how dare you, Ethan. I don't. I don't write down when the mass shootings happened. I don't have that in the back of my brain. <laughs> There's AC and BC. What does that mean? Before Columbine oh. and after Columbine. <laughs> anyway, so that's why they didn't assume that. Like, yeah, that's right. It's a different time. <laughs> that's right. They would never dream. Exactly. The kid going on a shooting and people say page. the bad F word, and they, that's right. And they don't assume guns are for mass shootings. <laughs> back in the day. Jeez. Anyway. But yeah. But I've already ruined this. It you already ruined this because, well, that was what's was funny gun. is everyone's like, he's like, so what kind of gun was it? It was a handgun, right? And mm -hmm. he was like, oh, it was actually a flare gun. And the reason they found out was because it went off in my locker. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing. And he's like, it's not funny. And then they all start laughing. And they're like, yeah, it's kind of funny, actually. There's actually a shot of that locker with all the burnt stuff in it. Oh, really? In, earlier in the movie. Oh, yeah. Chekhov's gun. There. Yeah, Chekhov's locker. Chekhov's uh, flare. Chekhov's, Chekhov's uh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's on his skin they're kind of scaly yeah yeah <laughs> Chekhov's yeah Chekhov's flair establishing shots there you go there yeah. you go uh, um, and they're all kind of revealing why they got here but I never figured out why Wally Molly Ringwald's there yeah oh uh, actually sorry it is revealed early okay I figured it was around earlier she skipped school to go um, shopping oh that's okay all. that's cool why, why is, is the, why uh, Bender there because he's a fucking troublemaker. Yeah, I figured he's just there to, by the fault. But why is the goth girl there? Well, she's there because she didn't have anything better to do on Saturday because oh. she has no friends. Oh, wow. So she just wanted to be there? I guess so. I don't know if you could just ask that. Like, I feel like a teacher or vice wait, principal would be wait, like... Wait, 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 wait. What? 
wait. She's a fucking compulsive liar. You can't believe the goddamn word she, she never. They never reveal any real reason, though. Yeah, I know, but I think that's fake. I bet she's there for a different reason. I wonder what it is. I don't know. Maybe you can parent, only speculate. I bet that her parents just dropped her off and thought it was a daycare. <laughs> thought it was a daycare? They thought it was... A high school they daughter. Thought, or they just thought it was Thursday. Oh, yeah. So yeah, go to off, school. Go to school. Yeah. Here, see you in eight hours. Yeah. Then they have a dance party break where they just all dance. It's yeah, fun. we've all seen that scene. We have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bender tries to break out again. It doesn't work again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Ringwald asks the nerd to, why don't you just write the paper for all of us? That's so fucked. Huge, I know. And he's like, yeah, I guess. Well, it's just one paper. Mm. So it's not, I mean, he's a smart one. He's just going to do it. So he does it. And while he's doing that, Ringwald goes and redoes Goth Lady's makeup takes and oh, turns her into a preppy girl. This I know. Turns this her into I a preppy know. girl. And um, when he when she comes back, Jock she's man. finally valuable and yes and that's now, what the movie is and saying. now Jockman is totally on her and it's like oh dude she oh wow you were a girl the whole time <laughs> wow when, before you when you were you a girl, weren't a boy and, when you use makeup weird don't like when you use makeup <laughs> like rich people like oh wow i i i now judge you as more positive because yes. you're fucking high yeah dude and she has pretty clothes and her hair's all done different where'd they get the clothes from i don't know probably know why ringwald has like a wardrobe in oh, a locker yeah, that she true. keeps because she's rich. Oh, I feel Man, like some rich people do. That's dumb. It is dumb. It I don't is, this like is where that. The, like I, I was like all up in this movie, and then the <laughs> dance part happened, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you need a little dance. You need a little levity, and that's fine. Yeah. But as soon as that happened, the movie goes down. <laughs> IMO. Um, yeah, and then Molly Ringwald finds Bender, and they fucking and, kiss. And, yeah, and Molly Ringwald kisses him on the neck, and. And he suggests, like, oh, you want to get back to your parents? Wouldn't I be great at getting back to your parents? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you and me be great getting back to my parents? Hmm. And then um, they leave. They get they write the paper and right. they leave. And they play the song, Don't You Forget About Me. Mm-hmm. And um, they all get in their cars and drive off. Um, and then the jock lady kisses... Jock man, sorry. Jock lady? Uh, go- I was reading goth lady on oh. here next to jock man. I put them together. <laughs> you got jock lady. Yeah. That's sporty spice. That'd be um, pretty good. Cool. That's sporty spice. <laughs> they basically, they kiss in the front and it's all nice. They kiss they in the pit. front, not the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's later. That's right. Uh, Give a butt out. <laughs> that's the real. Oh, breakfast. wait, there's tape on it. <laughs> that's the real breakfast club. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I'm going to eat your butt like a breakfast. <laughs> put some syrup on yeah. there. Put it on there. <laughs> These boomers are ahead of their time. <laughs> Acting like a millennial school over that's here. That's right. Um, what do we got? Uh, yeah. So then that's they they do their thing. And they run off and go with their parents. And then Molly Ringwald. I almost kind of like this hmm. a little bit because right next to her parents' car, she kisses uh, Bender. Bender for a little while, hmm. and then gives her earring to him, hmm. which he puts in his ear. Mm-hmm. Of course, he has a piercing one. Right. And um, he she drives off. And I think that's interesting because I feel like she did just use him mm-hmm. to get at her parents. Right. Just for that one moment. I don't know if it's going to go on beyond that. Right. We don't know anything. Using. This because is only one day. It was also established during the um, virginity reveal part or whatever um, that they say that Bender was saying like, oh, you use your sexuality to keep men at bay or whatever. Or like very like. Really incel shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And then she didn't. She didn't say not men at bay, but like to her advantage, basically. Right. Right. And this right. Is you her, manipulate guys. This is her using it, yeah. which is interesting. 
but problematic <laughs> in like a lot of ways. But I think it's an interesting way of like establishing that and then just being yeah. like, hey, fuck you, dude. I'm just going to use you and then use you for that and then kind of. He thinks he won though too. Uh, yeah, and he thinks he, he does won. that little fist bump. Exactly. At the end. He's but like, who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think if they come back, they're not going to talk to each other. Like no, she said, not. they would. They would not be friends afterwards yeah. or even anything. I see a sequel to this movie where like he gets upset about it. He actually gets a gun. Oh no! I don't know. Does That's some it? awful thing. Yeah. Does, well, I can't imagine what. I don't know. Mm. Well, he is wearing a trench coat in the movie. <laughs> oh no! God. Head of its time, this film. Uh, oh no! Uh, so then, yeah, that's, that's and the then, end, right? then Mr. Vernon, which I thought was Mr. Venom, which I thought was a great <laughs> name. I thought it was really funny Mr. to me. Venom. <laughs> Mr. Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Spidey. You mess with the Venom, you get the horns. <laughs> <laughs> Listen there, Bender. When you get older, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> but now I can't. I must wait and read this paper you wrote. Hmm, let's Venom. See. Let's see what it says. Venom. <laughs> So yeah, they he he reads the paper and it says this is the magnum opus. That's right. This is the the uh, thesis the thesis of this movie. Yeah. Dear Mister Vernon Venom Venom, excuse me. <laughs> we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in attention for whatever it was we did wrong, but we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Very poor use of ands. Like yeah, not great. But, you know, these are high school kids. Mm, okay. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Damn. That was probably wasn't a thousand words, was it? No. <laughs> not even close. Um, also, like, the Breakfast Club. Maybe he's thinking characters. How do they get the name The Breakfast Club? Was that established earlier? No. I think it's just because they met at breakfast time because it's early in the morning. Wow, that was it? I think. They're probably like, I'm hungry. Me too. <sighs> I would be. Um, but yeah, so, you know, a lot of interesting stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Almost enough to look past the parts that don't age well. Unlike 16 Candles, which was pretty much impossible. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think that this movie has more going for it in the way of like, whereas 16 Candles was like, hey, look. There's a there's a uh, an Asian guy on on the camera. Yeah. Let's do a gong sound. God, this man. movie does a little less than that. Yeah, there's no racism. No, that's true. But there's also no people of color. No people of color. <laughs> so it's a little easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bunch of white people complaining racism. about stuff. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I want to get some real hardships in there. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking white people. Um, <laughs> I, I get it though. In high school, everything's fucking hell. Well, especially like where this is set. You know, like how many people of color are there going to be in? What is this? When? Where I don't even place? know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Oh, Chicago. Wait, there's tons. What, what the, the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, see. Okay. I want to open this up because I feel like we kind of flew by. I don't think we took very no, long talking about fine. this movie. No, it's fine. We have some time. They, I was okay. So I, I watched this on YouTube because I couldn't find anywhere else to 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 to, to like uh, stream it. Mm-hmm. There's all these fucking comments like, "Oh, you couldn't make this movie now." Oh, you couldn't make this. Yeah, you fucking could. You can. Just just a couple things you remove. One, take away the fucking cell phones, which they do anyway in fucking de- 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 detention. Oh, you I know, think about that. Yeah, I was like, why would they have cell phones anyway? Yeah, yeah they're in fucking detention. Yeah, and actually fucking at some people of color in there. 
And like, maybe like screw around with the fucking genders too. Like, Hey, how about a fucking jock that is a, a woman, you know? Yeah. Or, and she's like, man, it fucking sucked. Cause like, you know, I'm, I'm stronger than most guys and I'm, I'm really fucking smart, but like, nobody looks at me like I'm a girl. They look at me like I'm just another guy, you know, like all these issues, like, you know, you could deal with like, you know, gender like issues and like, you know, uh, uh race issues yeah. and like having more stereotypes than, just, I mean, they yeah, still exist. Like, They're just different fucking now. Stereotypes and just a fucking couple clicks. Yeah. Honestly, you know? these, these clicks seem like something a D and D campaign would like run or something uh, like that where it's like literally classes you could pick yeah um i don't know man it's so it's insulting because it's like not only could you make this nowadays you could probably make it better nowadays yeah and you, you could, could still make it way relevant. more shit and i yeah. think the thing is is what holds up in this movie is the craft behind it yeah and the way the actors portray this dialogue that yeah. while dated is still pretty well written yeah. and feels like Real human yeah. and like yeah, it's like where they actually end up and their motivations don't really make sense as far as the plot goes. But Jim just hanging out and discovering each other is like where the meat of this movie is. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be easiest to change the last, what, the, those, the last couple of ten, bits. 10 minutes are like the part where it lost me, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, easy fixes. Easy fixes. They could have all the, the hard home life. They can have you know what all it that is? stuff. I, I know he's talked about this a hundred times in this fucking like podcast, but it's like when people say, oh, you could make this movie nowadays. They really mean you couldn't make this exact same film nowadays. Yeah. You wouldn't want to. What's the fucking point of What's, remaking a movie shot for have shot? Have you seen Psycho? Let's <laughs> <laughs> remake it again with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so aggravating because like, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, there's nothing so inherently like destructive. It's not like the plot. It's, it's literally tiny... Tiny places where the characters end up fixes. there's almost no plot so yeah. the plot's not problematic so you what can't is make the that movie it's a bunch of fucking different kids sitting in a room together for eight hours and coming to terms with the fact that maybe they're a little bit more uh uh relatable to each other than they thought in the first place that's all it fucking is yeah it's yeah. so goofy to me that people look at this and they're like they draw a fucking line in the sand they're like oh, you can't fucking make movies now. one comment was like you can't make the movie nowadays kids would be on their phones the whole time they wouldn't talk to each other that's stupid as it's hell it's so goddamn stupid that's like saying that's like you can't make 12 angry men because everyone would be looking at their cell phones yeah which is like no that's not how it works <laughs> exactly uh, which they remade so many times yeah in many different ways and they remixed it multiple times in fact I think bottle movies like this are prime for that sort of yeah, stuff exactly. where you can remix it because it's just it characters talking to each other and yes you just rewrite the character Characters, yeah. and maybe they end up differently in the end. Maybe you don't even have a scene where they walk through and like go to the different. Uh, maybe one of them doesn't end up like friends with the other ones. Yeah, maybe we don't even know what happens to them at the end. It's yeah. just left ambiguous. Ugh. It's so it's not you. You could remake this movie to be good. Yeah, this is one of the few remakes that could actually turn into something like genuinely good. There's enough people at this point now yeah. that have learned and grew up on movies like this and yeah. other movies like this and ingested so many other types of movies and things yeah. that they could bring their own spin on it make it interesting and it'd be so easy to make like just get a like just get five really good teenage actors and it's shot in one f- place yeah like it's inexpensive it's just deeply. Long, yeah it's just you need some good acting and i'm upset I'm, I'm, I'm upset at the fact that this hasn't been remade I yeah guess. actually yeah. which is weird usually yeah. never usually remakes. that's not the case but yeah like this could be done really well exactly with you it's know, a really effort. good concept and it's, yeah. it's simple and it's yeah. know, it's I, I see why it is time like i do you know, a classic yeah i more so than 16 candles yeah way more so than 16 candles yeah like i i don't know like in my half the movie i was watching i'm like i grew up with some of these kids i know i've said it before it's like i know kids like this you yeah. know like it did remind me it, it it does the thing that like days and confused which is another really good movie that takes place mm-hmm. in like high school and middle school and stuff it like it reminded me of the same thing where it's like this is this reminds me 
of my high school experience without it becoming nostalgic, which I feel like is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. You know, like you usually look back in your high school experience and you're like, oh boy, those were the days. And it's like, no, that's not really what this was. It was more just like, I felt that. They also cast their net quite wide. Yeah, that's true. Kind of broad, which I think works in savory because you think you know these characters, right? Like you think you know these people in high school, but as they start to reveal themselves, it's like, you probably didn't know xyz about right, that about jock on the field or whatever yeah, or like why they do the things they do and their motivations behind it you're just like oh that's just the goth person because they're goth and weird they right. just listen to my chemical romance a lot right I don't, like that's all you know is that like they just do it you don't think about why they're rebelling or what makes them feel this way or right. you know and this movie kind of digs into it and shows that people are obviously more in their stereotypes and i think that's um a very timeless message that's really commendable. because yeah, yeah. That message itself is timeless. That yeah. people are more that's in their better than like oh, uh, people forgot my birthday and now I got to kiss some guy. <laughs> yep, that's older than me. What a great, significantly. What a great day. It's better yeah. than like oh, we lost a baby. <laughs> Or better than like, oh, I'm home alone. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I better set these traps. <laughs> like this is a timeless uh, plot timeless conceit like a yeah. timeless movie because of that sort of thing where that like stereotypes are never going to go away as much you as we want them to you're never going to have enough time to talk to every single person to yeah. get to know them even if you had the inclination and the social skills to do it yeah yeah this is the only time like forcing people into a room where they have to talk to each other is the best situation for this you know what i mean yeah you know what it is i think i like the idea of this movie more than i like it yeah, again, I appreciate the craft. I do. And I love how it was shot. And the acting. Yes. I thought all that was good. Yeah. But there are definitely things that could be updated and could be, yeah, you know, tweaked. It's, it's like you look at a painting and you're like, mm, they could have they done that a lot better. Yeah, like, you yeah. just look at it and you know, like, this it's, is really close. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's timeless. So it is easily, like, you know, uh, uh, updatable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to do that. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I liked yeah, this I liked movie. it enough. Yeah, and maybe you know I don't what? know if I'll watch it again. No, in forever. I, re- I also respect it more than I like it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good word too. Because yeah. I think I see the timelessness of it, yeah. but I definitely can also be like, okay, I get it. Not movies, not for me. I'm not gonna watch it again because it's got some stuff I don't really like. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Endings and stuff. But there's like some that. things I do like. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I do like. There's bits that I don't, I feel like you never see them in like certain like high school movies where it's like everyone becomes friends in the end, and then they end up becoming friends forever but in this movie it's like yeah i'm probably not going to talk to each other after this like that's a real shit that's real shit right there you like never see in these movies you know it's always just like oh well we you know we're we're friends forever now we're gonna grow old and fucking die together or whatever and it's like that's not how it works in real life you know but um yeah i enjoyed it what are you looking up i'm looking up there's a reboot and uh, who's judd nelson i don't recognize judd nelson Nelson. i know that guy Uh, i know that man he might be Oh no! Isn't Judd Nelson in this movie? I think he is. Yeah, yeah. He, Judd Nelson plays uh, yeah, Bender. He's, he's Bender. Yeah. He says, uh, "How can they make a new Breakfast Club without John Hughes?" And I'm like, "Very easily." Or like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? These fucking boomers. Uh, this is so goddamn stupid. This they, like, these kids can't make this movie. It's just what the movie says in it. That's what it is. This is the fucking boomer ideal where it's like only we could do this. Even though the movie literally talks shit about people who think that way. Where yes. there's like biases against younger people. Yeah, exactly. Just like there's biases against older people. Same thing. Like right, exactly. every boomer thinks this, but it's a general, general. You lane. know what? We need to fucking lock these people in a room with a bunch of fucking millennials. Yeah. And then they'd realize. They'd understand. They'll be too busy playing Fortnite on their phones, though. Yeah, they'd be all too busy playing Fortnite on their phones. They can't play Fortnite on phones, can you? 
Yeah, dude. Oh, is wow. it a mobile game now? It's been a mobile game. Oh, I don't know. That. See, look at that. I don't know shit about Fortnite. You're a Fortnite. fucking boomer. I got you. <laughs> ah, no! <laughs> Tricked you. Slay queen. Knew it. I knew it as soon as it. Also, <laughs> while I was looking at parts of this movie, I found this amazing website, completely unrelated, and not great visual. Oh my god, it's awful. It's so good. It's the best. Like it. It is like best, HTML. Like, to the max oh yeah it's like someone just got this is terrible <laughs> oh my god it's like they have repeating backgrounds it's the breakfast club background and then and the it, text it, is red and it literally just has the quote from the end of the movie and this it has pictures of everyone awful it's so great I wow love it. I well love yeah it. we're gonna definitely post that I'm on gonna instagram post it. for I'm gonna you guys post on the instagram I'm to see post in the oh yeah remember this looking this oh like default time this is like a was it tripod.com tripod angel fire and that sort of like website yeah, oh, that's so right. good it's still up for some reason on virginia.edu well well you know there's yeah, not you, much you, to do you, in you virginia it. it says class so i don't know oh it says 97, class of 97. So someone in 1997 made this. Wow. That's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, good for them. I'm sure this was their project. They're Probably. like, I bet I could make a, a website. Yeah, and people are like, wow, cool. It says words on yeah. it. Does it look good? Fuck <laughs> it. We don't, we just, we're glad it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they uh, remade this movie nowadays, it'd be called Breakfast Club Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> this is also too old. Two references. Oh, all Fortnite yeah. now, dude. That's right. Yeah. Nobody plays Club Penguin. I'm pretty sure Club Penguin isn't The dad sequence would just be flossing and dabbing. <laughs> It'd be the best. Oh shit! You're totally yes. If they I, yes. That nowadays, the kids dancing would totally be a dab. Get fucking Bo Burnham to make this, dude. That'd be rad as hell. Yeah, right. He Bo could, Burnham would rock at this. He probably doesn't want to do it. Probably doesn't want to do it because he wants pressure. to do his own thing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's lots of people who get teens better. I'm than, pissed that Judd Nelson's like, oh, fucking only John Hughes can make this. He's a douchebag, just like he's in this in this movie. <laughs> no kidding. Anyway, all right. Well, guys, you were right about this movie. It was good, and I appreciated it. So. If you want to send us other John Hughes movies that we should watch. Please don't. I don't think there's any good ones left. I don't know. Maybe. I've never saw Pretty in Pink, and I've heard that one was pretty good. Hmm. Uh, you can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, the ones we've mentioned here, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is a thousand-word essay uh, about who you are. <laughs> about why you shouldn't listen to this podcast anymore. About why you shouldn't listen to this podcast anymore. Uh, but as long as five stars, it's really confusing. Ten, one thousand words all about why you shouldn't listen to a podcast. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> I'd like that. Do you keep think kids probably like sneak in like back in the day when you had like tiny little mini mp3 players they like sneak sneak those into like uh a, like detention and listen to them on their like little you know earbuds through the hoodie look you know what i mean do you think they do that now i think they did that back in the day because I, I don't think they have like mini mp3 players anymore it's only just on your phone it's on your phone yeah which is easy to confiscate i mean probably right yeah. like i don't see why did I'd you ever yeah it was like mini mp3 players, yeah right? an ipod right no like an mp3 player well, I mean, the iPod can play MP3s. I know, but like they were not iPods. The, the off-brand ones, yeah. the cheaper ones. Like they were like like uh, cylinders and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't think I had that. I just had an oh, iPod. Okay, I never had um, an iPod. Oh, really? Never. No, oh, man. I was too poor. I saved up for it for a long time. Really? And that's how I what watched... What was the first song you put on your iPod? Do you remember? Oh, God, I don't remember. You must. No, I don't remember. Was it Opeth? No, because... No, I didn't even have that. I didn't even know about them back oh, okay. then. <laughs> Ethan's a big Opeth fan. Um... No, I'm trying to think because it was a while. I just dumped a whole bunch of shit on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you or did you have like some music? On yeah, your I iPod? just ripped it all from my like CD collection or right, whatever, and right, then right. dumped it on there. What well, was like, was like the so- song on your iPad? You're like, oh man, I've had a fucking rough day. Fuck. I gotta listen to. Gotta I don't listen know. To something. 
I honestly, it's Fuck. such a blur, dude. Shit, really? It's seriously a blur. Like I remember, you, do you have really bad. I do memory. have bad memory, and I'm just like, I remember using it a lot. Yeah, me too. I don't remember exactly. I remember what... on my way home from school. Yeah, on my way home from school, especially on Fridays, I would play that song from um, Pulp Fiction, Miserloo. It's like, oh yeah, I felt like such a badass. Oh man, I um. I did use a CD player for a long time. Me too. A little portable one where it had skips. Yeah, where you had to like, mm-hmm. like, like it had. To, like, I had the cheap one right. for a long time, and yeah. then I bought like a nicer one that like actually like no skip on it. And I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. I yeah. can actually like, carry this because I remember just being in the car and like listening to music. And it would and jump. It, just, and it would bounce. jump just because of the car movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so weird. I to used think to put about. it in my hand and not put it to sit it down so yeah. that it didn't skip. Remember like, CD changers. CD like changers. like people like I know my rich friends had like a car that would have like you put a bunch of CDs yeah! in yeah and it would swap the CDs out yeah I remember that. I'm like oh fuck I think we could put six CDs in ours oh yeah that's but crazy I remember for the longest time we had this car that was broken and well the stereo was broken and it was so weird you would put a CD in and it would start skipping and you just had to wait for like five minutes that's such a weird memory and then but you like, had to deal, i get it you were just cool with it just you had to wait for five minutes you that's, just, you just I, sat there in silence in the car waiting for it to stop skipping and then when it did you just would be able to listen to the rest of the CD. that's so weird yeah that's such a weird bug i'll tell you the most old school thing we gotta get off this topic the most old school thing i probably did was have a cassette player mm-hmm. and i would record songs off the radio and make Ooh. my own tape to listen to Ooh. i would hit up like uh all, all the radio disney I remember reading I got Eiffel 65. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, Smash Mouth, yep. All Star. Uh, uh, Mambo number five, but with Disney characters. Yes, yes. that was also a good one. Yeah. Um, Who let the dogs out? Yeah. I also, oh, you know what? I remember one of the first discs I remember ripping was a collection of jazz from the 20s. <laughs> It's so odd, Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. I'm listening to music no one else does. <laughs> no, man. I would have listened to that. You probably would have. We probably would have. I, I was like, fuck yeah. In the mood? Hell yeah. Dude, Dude yeah. In the great. mood was fucking rad. I remember hearing that song on television and I'm like, what is that song? My grandma told me mm. it's, that's in the mood. Also, I listen to a lot of Pericomo. <laughs> we both like Pericomo. Yeah. Pericomo is good. Anyway. Hey, guys, me and Ethan are friends. <laughs> <laughs> we in have similar guys, taste in case in music. you guys are wondering. <laughs> We have a lot We're coming. Huh. <laughs> what only, a surprise. Somehow, I don't think you can make 260 episodes or wherever we're at now of a podcast without being friends. I would love to hear that podcast. Just <laughs> two people that fucking hate each other. <laughs> and every, week in, week out, just like you see the seething hate under yeah. their words. As well, they speak it'd, to it'd be like, oh, the first movie I ripped to um, DVD was yeah. Fast and the Furious movie. That's when we started. Oh, was it really? No. <laughs> I think it was. I remember Mr. And Mrs. Do you remember? Smith. Oh man, I remember. I think I've told you this. I think I've said it on the podcast. I de- the first movie I downloaded online was Shrek Two. <laughs> so good. Well, that was the first DVD I remember, like not even owning, but my aunt owned it, and she had a computer. Whoa! So it could play DVDs, what which for fuck? a while that's how, like the cheapest way to get a DVD yeah, player. Yeah. So I'd watch all the speech featurettes of Shrek Two. Fucking hell! All over the place. I love they had that. like those little. Remember when like DVDs had games on them? God, I and fucking you put it in your computer and it was like interactive. And I was yeah. like, this shit's so good. Uh, Hook, hook me up with this so much now and it's just like nowadays now it's the digital now it's the digital, uh, digital media media these fucking kids are ruining everything don't even know yeah they're man. TikToks I don't, they're gonna have to start what, what is it they're gonna run the world yeah they're gonna and, run the world and we're, they're gonna be taking care of us everything's gonna be a vertical video I hate it oh. TikTok <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> actually China owns TikTok so better watch out oh, shit.